Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, we both, we've been talking for like an hour and we both just put on the fakest smile in the history of man when you said, are you ready? And then we pressed record. We both went from, you're like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Stage face. Stage face, right. Yeah, I got my stage face on. Well, I will yeah. say I, I am smiling because I do now have, I, I would like to announce, I have air conditioning in my office for the first time in about three weeks, I believe. So um, past episodes, I was sweating up a storm, whatever we were doing today, nice and cool. I just thought it was because the content was so weighty. That, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So since you said that, I have to tell you, um, this is coming up like with literally every client interaction I'm having right now. You, that you um, sweat a lot? No, stop it. The, the comic relief portion is over, Mike. Excessive perspiration <laughs> is one of the hallmarks of my one-on-one coaching uh, system. Yeah. I mean, there's some truth to that. But uh, no, the, uh, the, the idea of Crucial Conversations, the book, um, the, the oh. concepts of, of what we're talking about here, uh, high stakes, high emotion, opposing views. If, if that's happening, you're probably working in retail right now. Uh, that is, <laughs> that is the, the gathering, gathering that I've made. And I, I actually had somebody this morning who said that they were doing some training um, and had an employee just start crying. And uh, it's a relatively new employee, but you know, hey, guess what? Now it's on to the manager to say, I'm not really sure yet. But it looks like something in our training might have triggered something. Maybe we have opposing views here, but we certainly have high emotions and mm-hmm. high stakes. So, like, you know, people are having to walk through this in real time very suddenly. Um, I love the fact that we're doing this series. I just I think it's going to help a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things that, yeah, we're breaking it down into steps. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, You'll, you'll probably never fully remember all the steps. We do have a helpful download uh, that, yes. that, that will help. Uh, but yeah, just getting familiar enough that, that I can do it, like you said, in the moment. Uh, because, yeah. because all we've been talking about up to this point is prepare, preparing to have a crucial conversation. Yep. So yeah, episode 109, 110, and 111 was about the prep uh, before the conversations. But as you just illustrated, sometimes it just happens. <laughs> the conversation comes to you yeah it just breaks out and now yeah 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 do i have at least a a a few tools in my toolbox in order to 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 make it a a productive conversation that's it that's it and you're right we're hearing more and more stories of of whether it's customers or team members or fellow managers that yeah, they've been uh, you know on a on a knife's edge for quite a bit, and it just takes one small thing to 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 tip it, and they push yeah. them over into uh, all of a sudden a whole bunch of stuff comes out, and now we got to deal with it. Yeah, and and so uh, you know I'll, I'll quickly review. You know we we talked about uh, before the crucial conversation, you work on you first. So these past episodes have talked about you know start with the heart. You know thinking about what you want for this conversation, for the other person, for the relationship, uh, learn to look, which is about, you know, sort of looking in the mirror mainly about what's going on. 
um, mastering your story, uh, which is uh, a, a real key to this, that, you know, there's a narrative in your head and it may not be correct. And, and thinking through, you know, what you need to, to uh, improve about that. And, and then where we're going today, the, you know, sort of a final, this is, this is almost like the final link before you actually have the conversation. But um, I, I would just say, especially to our automotive retail clients, um, all of this is essentially what you're going to have to master in the new reality of what's happening in our business, but I, but I think many others, um, you know, that, that you're, you're going to have to survive the new employee reality and the new customer reality uh, by being able to have these conversations. So um, today's about making it safe. And um, I, I guess, uh, I, I always feel like I'm talking in hyperbole when we have these, uh, the, this podcast series, because I, I, I just keep seeing it show up over and over again. But I'll just say this, I think you could screw up this conversation to some degree, not get this all right. And if you have made it safe, there's a good chance that at the end of the conversation, this person is at least, you know, they were on a knife's edge maybe. And now they're at least feeling like, well, I've got an ally here. I've got somebody who's in my corner. I've, I've got somebody who at least hears me and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be chalked up as a win. So I, I think this is a big deal. Yeah, well, it sounds like, uh, reminds me of the, the Maya Angelou quote, uh, you know, people will forget mm -hmm. what you did, people will forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so I think you're right. Yeah, that I, maybe I didn't do all the steps, and I didn't hit all the points, but, but it, I, I did make it feel safe, and therefore good stuff was exchanged, and we, we both contributed to what the book calls the shared pool of meaning. And, and now we can get, you know, we got the stuff on the table, we can start to work through it. Yeah. And so when you when you consider, okay, I'm going to have this conversation, and, and even thinking about the, uh, the, the physical aspects of the yes. conversation, you know, how, how will you, you know, create safety, like in our worksheet, we talk about, you know, how, how can I be fully present without distractions, use calming tones. And so if you just start with with being fully present, and thinking about, okay, where do I need to have this conversation? Is it, am I in an office with an open floor plan? That's probably not even my office. Maybe I'm in an office and like a lot of the people we work with, they've got glass on four sides of their office. So yeah. while it, it may be separate, it's definitely a fishbowl. And, right. and maybe they're getting paged and text and people are sticking their head in the door, you know, the yeah. wrong time asking, you know, can I interrupt? Uh, so so even, yeah, yeah, picking the venue and even even within the venue, choosing uh, the seating locations. Um, mm -hmm. you, you know, it's, it's interesting. We work with a lot of dealerships and if people go into a dealership nowadays, what they see is in the showroom, there are round tables. They, they're no longer desks. Right. And so that's purposeful. And so, you know, two people, a salesman and a, and a, and a potential customer sitting at a round table just feels better than a than a salesman on one side of the desk, customer on the other side of the desk. Automatically feels more adversarial in that in that scenario. Right. So, but yeah, right. two people sitting around the, a table, that just feels like my kitchen. And, yeah. And yeah. I feel safe in my kitchen. So, uh, you know, we're doing everything but bringing you know you know biscuits and gravy. Uh, right. so, <laughs> and if biscuits and gravy makes them feel safe, 
we might need to do that. Yeah. Load, load her up. You know, put it on the biscuit. So well, you, you talked about uh, sitting in the round, uh, I think also uh, shoulder to shoulder, you know, where, where I'm on the same team as you. So uh, I have uh, some managers that uh, are somewhat famous for, you know, Hey, let's you and me go for a walk and mm-hmm. they'll walk around the parking lot of their building. Um, and that's, it's, it's not a fishbowl, but you know, you definitely know that you're on a walk with this guy and everybody can see that you've gone on a walk. So maybe there's a little bit there, but at least you're out of your shot and, and you all can do what you need to do. It's very similar to what we're sort of asking service advisors to do in the automotive industry of uh, don't stand behind the desk like you're the, you know, the judge at a courtroom, but, you know, go to the car with them and walk around the vehicle with them and, um, you know, try to try to look at it from their perspective and, and meet them in sort of, a, a, I believe, uh, Lloyd Schiller, the old service consultant would say the DMZ, you know, the car is the DMZ and go to that demilitarized zone and, and uh, go to that neutral third, you know, third place and have the conversation there. So there's a little bit of that going on um, in, in some of the ways that we can approach the conversation, doing it shoulder to shoulder. Well, in, in both examples, you're trying to replicate uh, another scenario. So if, I, if we go out into the service drive, and stand by the car, it's no different than me and my neighbor standing by my car in my driveway. Yeah. And, and yeah. so the round table feels like kitchen, standing side by side feels like how I talk to my neighbors. You know, right. We both stand and, you know, you know, we'll stand side by side while one of us grills. Right. Mighty right. fine steaks right there. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're trying to, you know, utilize these things that we know this creates a calming effect. This, is, this has, you know, this is good stuff. Uh, I was with a, a manager the other day in the, in in this room. It's a, the super long, you know, executive table, mm-hmm. and the 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 team member came in, sat down at one end, and the the general manager was sitting at the other end. Yeah. And the general manager, it just almost instinctively, you know, this was going to be a high stakes conversation, got up and went to the corner. Yeah. So they were sitting, you know, in the, in the, you know, in the, you know, in corners. So they were shoulder to shoulder, just at a 90 degree angle. And, and it was just perfect. It just changed the whole tone of, of the get together. And you said the word tone. I mean, that's a, a big part of this is uh, the voice tone, right? So mm-hmm. there's, we, we, you know, we've all heard this a million times, but, you know, body language and tone of voice say a lot more than the words do anyway. And so, uh, you know, keeping that tone of voice from sounding harsh, sounding like you're raising your voice, you know, there, there are things you can do with your voice to modulate it and say, let's, let's keep this at a, at a calm place. Um, I think that's another aspect of, you know, just sort of the, the if we want to move in from the physical to the audio, but, uh, but there are things we can do even to our voice to keep this conversation in a calm respectful place oh yeah well i think it's it's helpful like we're we're still talking about the prep before the conversation so Mm -hmm. uh, so you know thinking ahead of time okay yep how am i gonna how am i gonna sound what 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 tone am i gonna use what you know what what do i have to caution myself against uh so yeah i think that's a great idea and you know since you said that i we uh, have talked about this the last time, I believe, but uh, our friend Thad Bartlett, a great instructional designer, uh, taught us that, you know, you script the first line or the first few lines. Mm-hmm. I would practice that. I would literally stand in front of a mirror or whatever you need to do 
to say those words out loud and see how they sound coming out of your mouth. You know, go, go ahead and judge them right then and there harshly and see if, if they would be at all triggering or if there's something that you've glossed over that, that you don't need to gloss over to make sure the person understands that this is a conversation where you're really trying to get at, you know, uh, a, a better place. So uh, that's, again, all this is done ahead of time, right? This is all, this is all prep work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happened the other day that my daughter uh, was in my office. I was working on the seven great coaching questions. And, and the, one of the questions is, is uh, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And so my daughter read it and she goes, that's a terrible question. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean it's a terrible question? She goes, she goes what do you want? <laughs> you, know, you never say, what do you want to people? And I go, you're right. I never do say, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. I say, all right. So what do you want? It's <laughs> like, oh, well, that's a different question. Yeah, that's a different question. Yeah, yeah it's it? a different question. Uh, she, but yeah, she was like, well, this is this is dumb. I have never said that somebody's just they punch me in the face. There's a British uh, sketch show from the, I guess, the early 2000s called That Mitchell and Webb Look. And uh, they have this hysterical bit where uh, it's like a soap opera scene being recorded and the the guy gets to you know they're it's all tense and you know dramatic and at at one point he's supposed to say um i just don't know what you want anymore and every time he utters the line they keep you know doing a retake and a retake and a retake because he keeps saying i don't know what you want anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's just like changed the the whole tone of the entire conversation made you know ruins the scene right um so so how you say these things is is key because it can ruin the scene. So you you want to be uh, you want to be practiced and ready uh, to say these words. Right. Um, well, speaking of practiced and ready, one of the things that the that the book talks about, which I think is incredibly important, is is have a plan uh, for when it no longer feels safe. Mm. Uh, so when, when you know, so if I'm having this conversation and I notice that 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 it's the other person is moving towards silence or violence you know we yeah. talked about this previously yeah they're withdrawing or they're becoming uh you know more aggressive the tone has changed yep and uh, you know at this point you're like okay it no longer it obviously no longer feels safe for this person so so how do i re-establish safety no wait a minute i, th- I thought that when they got a little violent in their language you were supposed to meet that violence to show them who's boss is that not how we're doing this oh yeah yeah you meet you meet strength with strength <laughs> yeah 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 emotion with emotion uh, because that makes for the a great movie <laughs> you know <laughs> doesn't make for a great life but but if you're just a third party watching it yeah you oh. grab some you grab some popcorn like oh this, yeah this will be great this is gonna be i wonder off. who will win yeah right yeah somebody's gonna get killed <laughs> yeah and so yeah the goal is uh yeah there shouldn't be a winner uh, you know it shouldn't be an escalation and, yeah. and so to keep it from being an escalation that's a great point uh, having thought through okay what am i going to do when this happens because we know this is their opposing views high stakes strong emotions so it's a good chance no matter how much prep I've done and how safe I've tried to make it, at some point it may start to head that way. Yeah. And so, what have I got to do to get it back? And they, you know, they talk about uh, when I see it going that way, uh, just going back to all right. So, what is what is our shared mutual goal? 
yeah you know start with the heart what do you what do i want for you what do i want for myself what do we want for the department the relationship whatever it might be yeah. and and so yeah i can go back to you know I, I can see this is this is starting to get heated let's 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 think about why it is we're having this conversation and going yeah. back to this is why we're in the room this is what we have in common this is the mutual purpose uh, that we have um the other thing is, is they talk about, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, you know that, that on that aspect of it, it's about trust. You right. Know, you know, uh, trust is starting to be broken. I think it's all you're thinking I'm being manipulated. You're, you're steering this towards your agenda. And, and so trust is starting to erode. So going back to establish the mutual purpose is part of reestablishing trust. Yeah. And we've talked about trust uh, many times on this podcast we've talked about the rational and the irrational elements of trust and you can see how those play out here right you know on the rational side you know if, if i don't believe you can do it or will do it then i'm going to have trust violated right so in the past if you've proven that you you know can't keep a secret or that you have retribution when somebody tells you something you don't want to hear or what have you, I, that, I'm not going to feel safe when I have a conversation with you. That You talk about deep prep work, right? Like you're going to have to be a good person to come into this conversation. But there's the emotional side of trust um, that I feel like you actually care and I feel like you're being genuine with me. And you can just see how the things you just said uh, really spill out into that. Um, you know, let me, let me clear the air. I want to make sure that you know that I have a purpose here for both of us instead of there's some ulterior motive. Let me, let me open the kimono and let you know, like, this is, this is really what I'm trying to achieve here. Um, and, and I think uh, there's a little bit of this that, you know, some of the prep work you've already done about start with the heart really helps you here, right? It might be things that you restate in this, uh, in this, you know, uh, sort of trying to keep the conversation back on track. Um, Sometimes, though, it's just going to be such a logical thing that you have to establish so that people can calm down, mm -hmm. such as uh, you and I've talked about this. You know, if, if somebody's holding back, I can, I can tell them as a client, like, hey, just so you know, this is a conversation just between the two of us. And I'm going to tell you logically why. If I violate your trust here, nobody here is ever going to trust me again, and I'm useless, and I'm probably fired. I am not going to repeat what you say to me. Uh, this is just between the two of us because it's as good for me as it is for you, right? Mm -hmm. it's, that's a logical position that they can wrap their head around and say, okay, let me let me tell you what's really going on. Well, and, and you've just simply restated, all right, so so what's in it for yourself? What's in yep. it for them? And what's in it for, for, for the organization? That's it. That's so, exactly. So yeah, that's, a, that's a, a, a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. And so the the other time when people uh, start to feel unsafe is when they feel that that their uh, the other person doesn't respect them, mm -hmm. you know. And going back to like you were talking about body language, it could be as simple as a heavy sigh or an eye roll. Yep. And all of a sudden, I feel like now I'm disrespected. Crossed and, arms. Yeah, and and so yeah, you you disrespect me. You know, uh, you know, Donna Hicks talked about you know I feel like my dignity has been impugned. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, if I, if I see that, right, we talk about the, you know, there may be a need for an apology, yep. right? I apologize if, 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 you know, I said that in a way that, that 
you took it like this or that, you know, I, you know, and then I didn't mean to, uh, you know, here's what we're trying to do and get back to the mutual purpose thing again. So, well, yeah, that, that part is the, the thing that I think the, the book has done a really good job about because, you know, you're, you're going to tell them, I, I apologize. And, and if this is what you perceived, I want to explicitly state that's not my purpose here. And now I'm going to circle back around to start with the heart, right? What is my purpose here is I want this for me, this for you, and this for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, uh, you know, this is, you know, I think the, you know, our, our listeners, both of them uh, will be excited <laughs> to know that, that this is the end of the prep. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 So, so these four things that we've talked about, all occur before the conversation and it's like oh, thank goodness now i could just sit down with the person and talk and let's actually so, talk yeah. Uh, so yeah yeah in our next uh, our next episode yeah yeah we'll talk about okay we've done all this prep we're ready uh we've thought it completely through or as best we can and now we're going to sit down with this person and actually have the conversation and so uh, i'm excited to to dive into that it, you know it's like now it's time to, to, to do the thing. Amen. And uh, as, a, as a little preview, I, I would say this. Um, if you've ever felt like you've won the battle but lost the war, uh, next week's episode is for you. It is, it is about how to have that conversation so locked tight that it really does have a long-term benefit for both sides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, we know these are the toughest conversations. And therefore, yeah. they can be the conversations with the greatest impact to your organization, the, your career, their career, uh, your department success. Yeah, a lot is hinging upon this. And that's why the, the extra diligence uh, in the preparation, and even as we outline, uh, there's a, a process to have this, this conversation that, that may make it go a lot more smoothly. Yeah, amen to that. So speaking of smooth, Mm -hmm. let's, hear, uh, let's hear from that uh, the silky tones uh, of our announcer uh, Mr. Wolf and that I guess is that it doesn't take a genius no rights reserved, nothing trademarked copyrighted or even original feel free to give it to anyone anytime using any and all media formats warning Mark and Mike may or may not make another one I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe. Be well. That's good enough.